1: Right this way.
0: It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true.
0: I am just praying to God this is
1: a sick... From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free, starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm Devin Simone. And I'm Tori Deal, and this is MTV's official Challenge Podcast. And these episodes are getting a
0: little bit of (laughs) chaosity. Dude, how good are they, though? Like, really? It's I was talking to someone about it today, actually, that like USA 2 man, if you're gonna do it, this is the way to do it because it is every which way things are going up then down then left each
2: week is a different thing. And I'm here for it. I am here for it. I think so too. I think when we were even in there, like the producers were coming up to us and they were like, wow, like this is good. This is exactly what needed to happen in order for it to be Mm -hmm. an amazing season because there was a challenge USA one. You bring in all of these people who maybe have been a part of the challenge world briefly, or they've been a part of some other world like survivor Mm -hmm. and big brother. They have their own built-in alliances. They know how to play the game. You bring in some vets for some nostalgia and This thing hits the roof. It's just incredible. It's so good. And not even just nostalgia because, again,
0: like I love seeing that this – I mean, well, okay. Okay. I got to get – we're going to – just to get into it. We'll do a quick recap and then I got to give out my gold star. I'm so excited, you guys, to give out my gold star for this week's episode. (laughs) All right. We see the unbox challenge, which props to Wes for that strategy and props to the green team for listening to him because right. they could have easily been like no grandpa but Wes was right <laughs> mm-hmm. and he did a really good job then we see Cassidy and Chris get voted in might we say even props to Wes there right for sure kind of yeah. yep. run things then the hopper selects Alyssa L even though she only had one ball in wait yeah. who did you vote for in the hat trick what did, What was the name on your, on your Alyssa thing? L <gasps> no <laughs> Tori being the reason Alyssa got eliminated this season
2: like unintentionally for the record
0: it was (gasps) it was the hat trick it was the hat trick does bananas know this I mean after we had him on last week and he talked about
2: yeah yeah he does now he knows yeah
0: (gasps) I know man Wow! So then we get Cassidy versus Alyssa L, and Cassidy crushes it. Mm-hmm. I mean, amazing job! And then Cassidy, you know, decides to to stay and go back to her team. Right, mm-hmm. sticking with her team. A lot, just like a lot was happening in this episode. But if I had to say who my timeout of the week goes to, hmm. Mm, my timeout of the week probably has to go to I wasn't prepared for that I'm prepared for my gold star but uh, it, it probably has to go to I don't know no one made me mad this this episode like I, I feel agree. like everybody ca- carried their weight everybody did their thing mm-hmm. didn't love TJ's wardrobe as much maybe that's what gets it I don't know but I feel <laughs> like there was nothing crazy but what stands out as the gold star of the week was the queen of Operation MF and hat trick. I mean, that is so brilliant. And on last week's episode of the podcast, when you mentioned you and Bananas were like, oh, the hat trick's coming up. I'm thinking, there they go, giving some damn spoilers again. Because usually a hat trick, 3 right? So I'm like, oh, they must have like won again or they're doing right. something. No, no, no. It was literally a hat, (laughs) and they pulled some tricks out of it, and Queen Tory Deal
2: came up with that, and it is just brilliant. Absolutely
0: great gameplay.
2: Thank you. You know what happened? We got to a point in the game now where you see the divide between Big Brother and Survivor, and I had people from Survivor in my ear. I had people from Big Brother in my ear, and this is the first time I'm receiving any intel, any information, Mm -hmm. anybody trying to sway my vote. My vote finally had some power to it. Yeah, they actually cared. How are are we going to continue to to look like we have power? Let's all get on the same page and you know create this chaotic voting system. But it was meant to be like a splatter of votes everywhere, you know. Yeah, like, oh wait, it definitely was. <laughs> yes, and I yeah. couldn't believe it when my ball. You know, she has so many interview moments where she's like, "Yeah, you know, I love when people don't see this coming. I love when I love yeah. the best invest- thing they." And then all of a sudden, and first of all, there was no malice or no ill intent with my vote. It was just part of the hat trick. But karma just comes back and it's like, okay, it's, well, you, you like surprises. You, you like surprises. surprises. <laughs> well, knock, knock, here I
0: am. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, that was so wild, so beautifully done. And I don't know. It's interesting. Like, I'm I'm disappointed we don't have Alyssa on this season. We did get to have her on for USA 1. um, And she was, you know, wonderful. And we learned a lot from her when she was on that time, But I am intrigued because on one hand, it's interesting to see she had so much to say about Bananas. And we heard last week about <laughs> her apparent, like, mm. disdain for Bananas and his loudness. I don't know. Um, And just the way she really came in targeting the bets and also the way she was very much a leader. Because even Bananas gave her credit to just her leadership abilities and kind of, you know, she had a lot yeah. of big brother, a lot of people kind of underneath her. So I wonder what that's going to do for the game moving forward. But also, I feel like... I don't know, I have mixed feelings sometimes when people talk a big game and they talk a lot, and then now you gotta back it. I feel like maybe it comes back down to the challenge thing again, you know, like now you gotta back it up. And so it's not that she's not a great competitor, she is, and she was last season as well, but I don't know, I just feel like we see that maybe you're a a little more bark than you are bite. At least it appeared that way this season.
2: What I think is, she really relies heavily on her puzzle abilities and her strategy abilities. Just because she mm-hmm. she looks around and she recognizes, like Cassidy, patterns even mentioned, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cassidy mentions it in in the episode a little later about the size being able to throw her body into the cage. Like, yeah. So I think that she, she puts a strong emphasis on those qualities about her. She's, she's a very sweet girl. Like she was very charming to hang out with, you know, I definitely think that she just recognizes she's in a a shark tank with a bunch of badass competitors. She's like, what's her edge, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and like I said, on the podcast last season, USA one, she was lovely as well. But I also think there's a little bit of like credence to you can be big and bad in interview. Because mm. not everyone who will talk in interview will say what they said in interview to the person's face. Right? right. And so when there's a lot of commentary in interview, it goes back to that like say it with your chest thing. And but although she did apparently say certain things with her chest, two bananas yeah. around yeah. pulling him yeah. aside and being like, This is why I don't like you, which is wild. Right.
2: Yeah. No, she had she had a lot of spice to her. Like she Yeah. She has a lot, um, and so I don't think she was expecting the vote. Obviously, I I wasn't expecting yeah. it when when her no name got was, picked. I, I felt like I won bingo because that's how that's how much I didn't think I was <laughs> my one bingo. <laughs> it's honestly how I felt. I was like, wow, bingo! Like that was my ball. Like yeah. it, I did not expect it to be picked at all. You know?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that is so just absolutely wild. I definitely think the game's going to miss her because she had such a kind of under the radar influence or not under the radar, but you know what I mean? Like she was such a powerful strategist. Then it's going to, it's definitely shifting the game. Like I can only imagine it's going to shift, but who for you this week is your gold star And timeout if you have one,
2: dude. My timeout goes to bananas because why would you put your ball on Fessy like for Operation Hat (gasps) Trick? And I just found this out now. Like he lied to me all the way up through filming. Yeah, like which is fine. He can lie. This is his game. Whatever. But like we were all like, who the hell voted for Fessy? Like, and that put Fessy on edge. Like it was just so out there. And the only thing that I can think is. Tiff's name was on one of those things and mm-hmm. bananas and Tiff were getting really close as just like friends. They they yeah, really yeah. enjoyed each just friends, friends, right? And like alliance building. Yeah. I have this weird feeling, and I don't mm. know, maybe we'll get the information that he pulled Tiff's name and he was like, I actually don't want to I- do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That could be true. Oh, we should have. Of course, this episode would happen now and not when we had him on last week. Because now I, I want to know that. I want to know. know that theory. I'm going to text him. Yeah, and we have to
2: find out. We have to find out. Mm-hmm. So that's my timeout. My gold yeah, star. Yeah, your gold star? I got to give it to Wes. Like, I'm yeah. not going to take I'm not gonna take the credit for... You gave me one already. I'll pass mine to to another veteran of the game. And I think that he had the ability to convince his team to work with him I think that Mm -hmm. his strategy in the challenge allowed them to truly respect him yeah and you know he obviously is holding it down for the vets so I'm 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 grateful
0: yeah yeah he's doing an excellent job it's been so enjoyable watching Wes play this game I'm excited and nervous about how this feud with Cassidy starts to play out because it seems like they both really start going for each other but um it's been great watching Wes play and him be be himself, but also be Wes. And also an honorable mention goes to when he said he's going to start being the laughable character. We didn't acknowledge that <laughs> when he's like, my new strategy is to be the like silly, goofy one. Yeah. Hilarious.
2: Like, Wait, there's actually a backstory behind that <gasps> skinny dip. Ooh, it was basically a bet that somebody made about... Somebody being on the cast and and west oh west didn't believe Polly was on the cast. bananas <gasps> was like Polly's on the cast. And they said if Polly's on the cast, then west has to go skinny dipping in the pool. If mm. Polly's not, bananas has to do it. So that's where that actually came from. Oh my god. Love that. Yeah. I love that. just so a little good. behind the scenes for you. But we love a little too. I think we should get some more behind the scenes from Cassidy. Yes who absolutely dominated this episode. We got to see the heartfelt side of her story, the reason why Mm -hmm. she's fighting. We got to watch her compete, get a little spicy in the club. Like I think that Mm -hmm. we're really, we're peeling back the layers right now with Cassidy and I'm really excited to hear what she has to say. Absolutely, okay.
0: We're gonna go take a quick break and then after that we are going to talk to Cassidy and maybe even meet
1: Chaosity. Stay tuned.
2: You may know her as somebody who should have won season 43 of Survivor. She is the creator and the mother of the blue team. And she is now the first female rookie to win an elimination this season. Give it up for Cassidy Clark. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Welcome. Wow,
3: that was honestly, I don't know if I deserve that introduction. That was so sweet. Thank you. you are, Girl, you deserve, you deserve it. it. I am excited you to be are there. mother in the way that Tori said. <laughs> and you're the first
0: real, real rookie we've had on the podcast so far this season where you are new fully new to the challenge so what
3: was that did you do any prep work beforehand were you familiar with the challenge tell us tell us all the thoughts oh yeah well first of all it's an honor to be here so thank you so much for having me on um and i'm really excited to get into everything to do with my challenge experience in this episode and all that um for the genesis of my, I think, challenge experience, I actually was, I watched it when I was in high school. So I was like a big challenge fan back in the day. I remember like one of my best friends um, in high school, we would watch it all the time. Like I remember Wes and Bananas and mm-hmm. John A. And and I loved the show, you know, when I was 15, 16. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of fell off the wagon with it um, for a while. And so I honestly didn't pick it back up until the Challenge USA Mm -hmm. came out and I noticed that like, you know, there were survivor players that were going to play on it. So I was really excited about that to see some of my like all time survivor greats like play in this new, like the show that I used to watch back in the day. And so I kind of picked it back up then. And then from there, I, you know, I watched a few other seasons um, and, but (laughs) this is going to sound really bad, but Mm -hmm. when I got the call to be on the challenge, obviously I was super excited and it was really nostalgic Mm -hmm. for me. But I part of me like avoided watch. like, you know, I should have been studying the game, watching as many seasons as I could, just like preparing, getting to know all these veterans that could potentially be on it and their gameplay and all of that. But there was a part of me that was like, really nervous about going on the challenge to begin with. And so I was like, Mm -hmm. I feel like if I watch too much of it, it's going to scare me and I'm going to psych myself out and not want to go.
2: So I like what were you nervous about? I was
3: just, you know, the challenges are really intense. And to be honest, like, I know I did well, like really well in survivor with like winning multiple immunities and everything like that. But Mm -hmm. I haven't been a very athletic person for most of my life. I mean, as a kid, Mm -hmm. I played a ton of sports, but then I just became like an artistic person. And I focused really more on the arts. And so I didn't Mm -hmm. really do a lot of physical stuff as I got older. Mm -hmm. And so I was I, I kind of wasn't too sure of like my abilities and if I was gonna be able to take on some of these like really intense, physically demanding, like terrifying challenges, you know? It's it's a little bit of a different caliber than Survivor. Um and so I had some faith in myself after seeing myself do well on Survivor, but it was still intimidating because I mean a lot of the women and just the people in general that go on the show are like so physically fit. Um, yeah no I'm I'm gonna get absolutely crushed if I go against people like that you know no so I yeah so I didn't actually watch as much as I should have and I kind of went into the show I don't want to say blind but I and and there's a part of me that's glad that I went into it with like a I don't say fresh perspective but just like not having preconceived notions of all these people because I think a lot of people just get certain reputations being on TV and it's not always true to like their character and who they really right. are. And so I didn't want to make any assumptions about people going in and then just like disregard them or really want to work with that or whatever. I wanted to just gauge it based off of like my first impressions, my intuition and things like that. So I'm kind of glad I did it that way, but I was definitely a little bit unprepared going,
2: I'll just say that it I was mean, a really long winded yeah. answer, dancer, but to be unprepared and then to immediately have to be a captain and then not. Yeah. Be, I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a lot, but like you said, you trust your intuition and you have, a good sense of following your energy and making sure that you're doing decisions that align with what your heart wants you to do. But, you know, it it brings me over to what happened last week, because I'm curious, like, how tapped in you really were. So Mm -hmm. when Desi was nominated for that double elimination and you saw your name was up there twice on the board, Mm -hmm. did you know in that moment who put your balls in the hopper? Um,
3: I think I figured, I think I figured um, it was obviously some of the veterans. You know, I was hoping that, It wasn't Tori because she was on my team, but you you never know. Um, I can't remember who else was still there. I don't know if Johnny was still there or not. Mm -mm. I don't think she was. Um, Yeah, so I think maybe whether it was conversations I had or if it was just like deduction or what, I can't remember exactly. But um, I mean, it seems like the conversation I had this week, i I seemed pretty certain that, or I had an inkling that it was them, and I just can't remember why, yeah.
0: It seemed like you knew it was, I mean, it seemed like, at least from watching it, that your ire went towards Wes pretty quickly, and early on, it seems that you were kind of like, Wes is the worst, going after him. I'm wondering, after watching this episode, (laughs) and seeing where he acknowledges in the beginning, look, I didn't have a beef with Cassidy, I didn't really want to go with Cassidy, but my team, Mm. in the week prior, sort of set it up making it seem like that was going to be the team vote or what have you. So I kind of went along, even though that wasn't my thing. And then his team blindsided him by all voting for Amanda and he didn't know. And he sort of says, look, now I'm out to dry. Does it make you feel differently now seeing that without giving anything away as far as what happens? But just knowing that now and knowing that he really wasn't gunning for you uh, initially, at least, does that make you feel any differently or is he still the worst ginger
3: (laughs) okay well first of all first thing I'll say is Wes started the ginger feud I I don't even really consider myself that I was like maybe I'm half ginger but yeah you're blonde now by the way it looks fabulous oh thank you thank you um I and I'm, I'm pretty used to being blonde I just let my hair grow out sometimes you know but I with Wes he I didn't first of all I didn't want to be the he wanted to be the only ginger there and I think that was you know part of partially it was mostly a joke but I was like you can have that you know it's fine but even like the first night he he was like being all what's I don't know the word to say but he was like giving me a hard time the first night because of that he's negative and I was like don't worry Wes I'll win you over like it'll be fine and we had this like we had like playful banter but I just I could I just I know I've known people like Wes in my past who are really good at playing the mind games, being a little bit manipulative. Like he, I don't want, you know, he owns that part of himself, right? Like he's kind of like mm-hmm. the mastermind kind of guy wanting to pull thing, puppet things from the shadows. And I've known people like that. And I've gotten, I've gotten really attuned to people like that. So I can, I can sense when people's energies are like that. And mm-hmm. so I just, after kind of getting to know Wes, I could just kind of see his little tentacles kind of working in the Mm -hmm. game in a more subtle way that like I think some people don't pick up on if they haven't like been in friendships or dated people that are kind of similar to that. Or gotten like a lot of exposure to that, and so I just feel like I could, I kind of, I could see his game more clearly. I um, even from not even watching, I think if I watched past seasons, I would that would be pretty obvious to me. Oh but, girl, yeah, it would
0: definitely. Yeah. She would definitely <laughs> so be I like, yes, just, yes. I, I could
3: have just figured that out before, you know, if I. Was but prepared, hearing but. him
0: now, sort of say where he expresses in his right. Okay. Yes. He really so, wasn't initially trying to go for you. Yeah.
3: So the reason that there is a part of me that's like. Yeah, I probably could have avoided this whole feud with an extremely seasoned and you know competitive and just like an all-around great player. I probably could have avoided making such a huge enemy by not get going so much after him after this vote. But the thing was, Monty and Tyler, I had a conversation with them and they pretty much blamed the whole thing on Wes. They said he was gunning for me. They said they didn't want to. Mm. But he was like, You made me you made me vote this way. Now I want like I want Cassidy. You guys need to side with me and whatever. And they kind of threw him under the bus in that way to save their Mm. own skin, I'm assuming. And so it wasn't like, to me, they, yeah, it was like, okay, so this is what Wes wanted me in. Wes is gunning for me. I don't really know why, but I had, I had sensed that there was maybe like, there wasn't, it wasn't going to be a perfectly smooth road with me and Wes already just because of our personalities. Um, But they kind of, so they kind of threw him under the bus and then I had heard Wes okay so Chris told me that Wes had made him swear on his daughter like he has a baby Chris is a baby daughter and he had made uh-huh. him swear on his baby daughter's life that he wouldn't vote for him in the last in like the v- prior vote and so when I heard that like Chris was like dishing all this stuff to me because Wes had thrown him in again right yeah. or they or Wes had said his name and so me and him are talking about all these things like why they throw us in and he mentions that and I was like oh I don't like that at all like that really rubs yeah. me the wrong way and so after hearing that and just hearing like Wes has been ma- making survivor people specifically make these promises because he doesn't trust us. Um, mm. I'm just like that. I'm not cool with that. Like you shouldn't make people swear on thing like people's wow. lives, yeah, things that matter fair. to them. That's a little too much for me. So although
0: to be fair, though, people are adults and she- there's not anything anyone could do to make me swear on anyone. That's it. That, no, that's fair. I that's felt, fair.
3: Like, I, I'm, yeah, that's fair. I don't think that i mean i'm not i don't know if chris did swear or not but just having that pressure on there and then if you say no i'm not gonna swear then he's like well i don't trust you i don't believe you you're not whatever kind of puts you in a tough position so i just didn't like that and so that combined with him getting like a blame from the green team just made me feel like okay this guy's coming after me yeah like what am i gonna do and it's like a really heated moment i'm scared i've never been in an elimination they look really intense and so i think i definitely fueled most of my anger towards him. But I was also
2: upset with Monty and Tyler because I felt like I had started to build good relationships with them. That's my next question. Like after watching it back, like there's three people I want to know about if you kind of look at them differently after seeing this. One, when you see Desi originally pitch your name to Wes and then he co-signs it. Did you know Desi did that? And then two, with Monty and Tyler, obviously you said that they were saying that it was all Wes's fault, but now watching it back, do you believe that?
3: So seeing Desi say my name obviously hurt, right? Because the survivors are all trying to protect each other and and whatnot, but it's not that surprising, and to be perfectly honest, like, I didn't necessarily have her in my long-term plans either because she's such a strong competitor, and so, you know, but but that early on, having her like, kind of throwing me under the bus is, yeah, that sucks, that's unfortunate, Um, but I would be a hypocrite if I said that, I maybe would have done the same thing to her if the roles were reversed, if that's what I felt like needed to be done, right? Um, And if I felt like I wasn't going to get caught doing that, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, so that that was kind of interesting to see. And then with the Monty and Tyler thing, um, yeah, I do think that they threw Wes under the bus more than – I'm sure they probably weren't so pressed at the decision to throw me in, right, because I am a survivor player. Survivors have – you know, our group is strong. I'm on the blue team. The blue team hasn't lost a member yet. So if I felt – do I feel like it was really – like Wes had to really convince them – to throw me in because I really didn't want to No, it wasn't like it was necessarily that bad for their game I just felt like I had tried to protect Monty in like a previous vote and I just felt like I started growing close to them just like and was hoping that we could potentially somehow work together I felt like there's going to become a time when we might need each other and these lines are not going to be so set and so I was just hoping that I would have them for a little bit longer or at least have like one or two friends in big brother that might protect me Mm-hmm. Um and so but now seeing yeah.
0: what you saw do you feel like they betrayed that friendship a little bit I guess that's sort of our point oh that's yeah oh for sure rookie
2: rookie yeah Listen, that's kind of what let we me... want to
0: know is like you yeah. get to see it back now and it's uh, you're seeing okay. you have more information than you did in the heat yes. of the moment which mm-hmm. by the way I'm just gonna say an aside I like fired up Cassidy that was great to see you came in hot <laughs> this episode and it looks like next episode you were ready to go Dude. I'm excited <laughs> I'm here for it her nick- for it. Oh, her nickname oh <laughs> you is... should have
2: seen me at the sorry no it's okay her nickname is chaosity
3: oh god it's amazing. don't tell them that joke. yeah no it's amazing <laughs> yeah. it's good it's amazing yeah it's kind of fun oh, I because in middle this. school my like scene name was i like i donned myself chaos cassie like on my myspace like when i was 11 so it's kind of like it's kind of full circle and so i'm not mad at it but it is like it's I'm little, like, I, don't okay, be I love
0: that can we name this episode chaosity i always ask it, and they never change the name of the episodes but can we please i love yeah, it would have been more of oh. chaosity
3: if the i did co- actually call out Wes. we can get to this later in the episode but yeah, i did i did yeah. call Wes out at the elimination on the sand which probably was i mean it definitely was risky for my game but um so i i do when i really want to say something like i can't sometimes hold back and what we actually didn't see is as far as Monty and Tyler like I didn't actually fully blame Wes I I kind of yelled at Monty and Tyler if I'm, I'm not gonna lie like um that night you know you saw just a clip of me saying hey boys you want to talk and yeah yeah and they yeah we came downstairs and I I did kind of chew into them a little bit so they it wasn't Wes getting all of the heat um it was just I felt like Monty and Tyler, like, were almost, like, being manipulated. They're smart guys. I'm not going to say they're being controlled by him, but I just felt like they were acting on his wishes, and it just felt silly to me to, like, be the puppet of, like, the veterans when they're such a like great players, and now we're just going to sit here and, and do their bidding for them. That's kind of felt like I, what I felt they were doing with Wes and so I was mad at them but then I felt like Wes was like he had this like master plan and so I felt like he was more of the person that I needed to focus on because he was a bigger threat to me and he was the, he was the one that was gonna be able to I thought he was my biggest threat at that point to get me out in the future mm-hmm. versus Monteo Tyler where it was just a tough decision for them I felt like at this point Wes has made an enemy of me now he's not gonna stop till he gets me out that was kind of mm, why yeah. I felt more on him, if that makes sense.
0: Tori, what was your thought being in the house as well? Like, as you're seeing all this play out, and given that you know Wes, but, you know, mm. like, you've known him longer, did you get the feeling in the house that he really was gunning for Cassidy? Like, what was the other energy for the people kind of outside of the feud?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, Wes does have a reputation that precedes him, and I think mm-hmm. sometimes he gets really uncomfortable. Like, he gets upset when people tie back his his. yeah because he he tries to dissociate from that he's trying to separate from it but listen he is a strategic player he does he's he's doing his best right now and how could I be mad at it he's trying to save the challenge vets so yeah I'm looking at the situation like like anybody would look well okay if it's not me then it's fine it doesn't even matter what way it goes I don't care yeah and so I think ultimately, I don't think Cassidy's in the wrong because when you watch it back, he's over there strategizing. Yeah. I don't think but there's a right or wrong to be clear yeah. either way. It's real. Just, it's just
0: your real feelings. Yeah. It's real yeah. time, real feelings, real, um,
2: everything. Going yeah. On in
0: the house, real chaos. Yeah. chaos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I could say like, you know, obviously Wes is a really important player on that green team. We saw it with the strategy that he decided during that challenge. And, Cass, I want to know, because you were the creator, the mother of the blue team, like, how did you feel we competed in that daily challenge? And, like, where do you think we stand in comparison to the other teams?
3: So let's see. Um, I mean, I felt like from the beginning that we were a really strong team. I mean, I think even just winning the first challenge was super good for our morale and, like, our trajectory as and our momentum. The next challenge was a little bit hip. Then we win the capsize, And so – and then we – you know had to throw the Did other you like <laughs> bananas coming to your oh. team the <laughs> man oh, she's making a face guys <laughs> <laughs> he grew on you it's hard oh yeah he definitely grew on me honestly like I love bananas we he, he's he's uh he's a, he's a character for sure you know and he's um he actually has surprisingly a lot of depth to him that like I think yeah he hides yes. behind a little bit with his like his bravado, and his, bravado and his sarcasm yep. and everything like that. But he's definitely got he's definitely got a, a good heart. And mm-hmm. so yeah. um, and but I didn't know him that well up at this point, you know, and I just was like, Oh, he's got kind of a he's he's strong willed. He's got a lot. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of voice. And I don't know how that's gonna mesh mm-hmm. with the team because our team was working so well together at this point. And I feel like we all felt like we could have a voice and there wasn't one person trying to take control. And I was just a little worried. From seeing bananas um compete in other challenges that, that might he might overtake the team a little bit. But yeah. he ended up being a, a you know a good team player. And I was happy to have him, you know. But I was nervous about our team getting broken up like that. Um, because it was like I built this team and it starts changing and you like, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is yeah. my baby. And it's but it's evolving too, you know. And it was and then we got Desi, which I thought was she was an asset as well, even though I was sad to see Alyssa go. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like once people were going into elimination and winning. And then deflecting to the blue team, it kind of like, as as, you know, it was a little bittersweet to see the team change, but we kept getting stronger through these stronger players who are winning these eliminations coming onto our team. And so um, it was, I think we got better over time, you know, honestly, but Mm. I felt like we had a good chance to win. And then the green team, I think it was just the strategy was on their side this time. Mm -hmm. And it was actually a little bit of a disadvantage, I think, to have a bigger team. um but I Mm -hmm. thought you know even when the green team had won I felt okay about being potentially safe just because I thought I had Alyssa and Monty and Tyler and Michaela on my side um and so Mm -hmm. I think that was why it was a little bit stronger of a reaction for me because I didn't really see it coming Mm -hmm. as much yeah that makes sense
0: two questions first question because I didn't fully understand in watching it so each of you guys obviously had A bucket or box or whatever that corresponded with your weight, right? With Mm -hmm. puzzle pieces in it. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get up to a puzzle platform thing, how do you know which box holds the puzzle pieces for that corresponding puzzle? No, no, no. There wasn't.
3: You could do any puzzle. The puzzle was inside gotcha because Mm -hmm. the big squares
0: didn't really matter they were just to hold the puzzle yeah okay yeah Yeah.
3: it was like a blank station yeah blank station Mm -hmm. and you get to pick which box you want to which puzzle you want to
2: and I think that we ended up doing more puzzles right or I I think so yeah
3: yeah we did like four
0: yeah so
2: the green team definitely only did one and then it was a straight shot walk but we I mean we tried to do four or five how many
0: puzzle stations were there a
2: lot a lot. Really? Yeah. I don't know how many. We didn't end up doing all of them. But it was just we, we had too many boxes and uh, too many mm-hmm. people that were struggling with the boxes. Yeah. So we had it no becoming choice. Chaotic. Yeah, we had no choice but to do it. But it was um, it was a hard battle. It was a hard fight, which leads me into one of my favorite scenes from this episode is you talking about why you're fighting so hard on the challenge cast and mm-hmm. opening up about the situation mm-hmm. with your sister. Like I knew yeah. that from talking in the house with you, but it really was beautiful to see her picture and to hear you talk about that. And so maybe would you just share a little bit more about that journey with us?
3: Yeah, it was it was really touching to to see that and, and that they showed a little bit about my sister and my journey to like get here and what I'm fighting for. And she was, my sister, obviously had, she had passed away when I played Survivor. And I still, you know, I had this necklace that I wore with, I don't have it on now, but it's like, um, it's a moon and it's like a little urn necklace, so you put ashes in it. And I brought that with me on Survivor. And um and I would just I just like I had her spirit with me and it helped me to get through Survivor. Like there's so many moments where I felt defeated. I felt down, I was struggling, and just like having her energy there and her spirit to guide me and like give me just the push I needed to continue was like so pivotal to, to my game in Survivor. And so, you know, like I felt like coming to the challenge that I I still had that kind of like superpower with me that I had her spirit there. And I brought the necklace with me again. You can even see me messing with it, like, before the votes are red or the the ball is pulled from the hopper. And and so it was really touching to get to that they shared that because it is, like, a huge thing that I'm fighting for. I mean, you know, she left two children behind. Um, you know, she was a young mom. And I just, like, I watched them. I've watched them grow up since they were babies. And I just feel like, you know, partially responsible for them and their well-being because Mm -hmm. I was like so close to my sister we're close in age and I feel like I'm the closest thing that they see when like they you know they have their mom and then I'm just like a little bit younger than her and so I feel like I'm the closest not like things that they have to a mom because my mom is actually kind of the closest thing they have to a mom um she's like helping Mm -hmm. to raise them and, and everything but I just want to like be able to give them what my sister isn't here to give them, you know, I want them to feel safe Mm -hmm. and secure. I want them to grow up happy and loved and have all the opportunities that they could dream of. And that's really the thing I was fighting for in survivor. And it's the thing that I was fighting for in the challenge because I didn't win survivor. And so it's just what gives me the push to keep going. You know, you need something else to to drive you in these moments when you're in the tough, like in these tough positions, you need something more to get you through it. And so yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was really sweet to see.
2: That was really beautiful. Okay guys, we need to take a quick break so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this.
0: As we're starting to see a lot of things flip in this house, we see chaosity starting to peek through, which I'm fired up about. (laughs) We also see Operation Hat Trick come about, which is Tori, I mean, MVP move, right? Like, I, words, can't. Cassidy, is this your first time? seeing or hearing about Operation Hat Trick?
3: <laughs> I think I heard through the grapevine about Operation Hat Trick, but not until well after the season. So it's really, it's funny to like watch it play out. And man, I just feel for Alyssa because she was a real victim of Operation Hat, <laughs> <laughs> Hat Trick. Like truly, also... if that was the reason I went out, I would have been like, oh, <laughs> Crushed me. That's tough. But I feel like if in one way, it's like, she's the
0: victim but not because i feel like this is as just a viewer i mean this se- whole season has been a roller coaster ride yeah. uh between especially between vets and rookies in a way that i don't think we've seen in previous seasons maybe even ever like this season's really turning up to be i was actually talking to someone today not giving them spoilers but just saying like cuz they watched usa 1 and i was like no 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 usa 2 is like game is is all the things all the things um and uh so you know you rookies you newbies are coming in hot coming in organized have been going at the bets putting the bets on the back foot right making them kind of like essentially the rookies in this game understandably and deservedly so but I feel like now in the last couple episodes we're getting to see a little bit of what makes the vets the vets and Mm -hmm. the legends right which is this outside of the box thinking which is team blue throwing that uh, challenge right to make sure Mm -hmm. that the uh, other red team wins which is Tori coming in with an MVP move of operation (laughs) hat trick which is Tori telling them to flush it down the toilet and bananas being like I'm gonna eat it which is weird I don't know if they weren't serving (laughs) you guys food in the house or what but he could have just flushed it he didn't need to eat his piece of paper but really brilliant and I feel like the reason why I say list is not a victim is because you this is what happens when you shoot at the vets though right like mm-hmm. you shot at the vets not you specifically Cassidy but yeah. the rookies shot at the vets yeah they're now shooting back but they're kind of coming in with machines and just firing yeah. equally but I mean that's kind of what happens when you make an enemy with the whole yeah. squad are you no it was
3: yeah it was it was brilliant for sure it was it is cool to you know see all these things that I obviously wasn't aware of in the house in the room yeah (laughs) yeah um and yeah you see why they've made the show what it is and why they're legends and it's really fascinating to like learn from them in this way too um and yeah and and i knew like going in that we had somewhat of an uphill battle like we did have the numbers but they have the experience they have the grit they have you know the the right mindset the strategy and all of that and even though they were they had less numbers like they are such a force to be reckoned with that i knew it was like we're pretty much like on even playing ground you know if we're not careful at the beginning of the game and they gain traction they could just demolish us <laughs> with even like a few numbers so um yeah it was it was definitely shaky ground for sure and i think we were all a little bit scared too even yeah. though we did technically have the numbers you know and it is it is kind of easy in a game like this where there's secret voting and these things going on to turn mm. people against each other. So even though Big Brother and Survivor were trying to be, and the Amazing Race were trying to be, like, a somewhat united group to take out the vets, like, that all started to crumble really quickly because... Oh, yeah, girl, we see secrecy, that. secrecy, these different <laughs> teams, like, the vets and, like, their their ways, their, you know, their capabilities, the like, and pulling the strings, Not so. you blaming the vets for it. <laughs> no, just like I'm saying. Say oh, come on, they... They um, sowed so much chaos and that was what they had to do to be able to survive. So. This coming from chaos? Say- <laughs> yes, yes, I'm betting from the best. So as i like oh go along. <laughs>
2: you know what I got to say, though? We thought Operation Hat Trick was just like flawless and then come to find out Bananas actually voted for Fessy. Like that. I've, oh, yeah. That was
0: just... Did you know that, Tori, no! until watching the episode? No!
2: <laughs> no! <laughs> so this was news to me. I'm like, wow. No matter what we think, we still don't even know who we're working with. Like Bananas had that one hidden from us the whole time, so yeah, just that's really dude kept everybody on their toes. I mean, all around, it's been like really cool to watch this all play out. And I think Cass, like you're a rookie, and and like you guys really did come in with a strategy. And although the vets are firing back now, you guys had this organized front. So I want to know from your side, who was the ringleader? Whether it be the ringleader mm. of Survivor or the ringleader of you guys working with Big Brother to get the vets out. Like, mm. where did yeah. that stem from? Mm. So I would say, I think
3: survivors just in general have, and I know the Big Brothers too, like you have this, and the vets too, like we all have this innate loyalty to each other just because we, we've been through the shits together. We've been through these really difficult situations. Even if we've been on the same seasons, like we understand each other in a way that we don't under- necessarily understand the others. And so I think there was always this just natural camaraderie amongst the survivors. Um, but it, it was interesting because within the survivor group, in my mind at least, there was sort of like two factions in the survivor group in a way and the way i saw it was it was like desi chanel and Michaela were super tight mm-hmm. um and then i saw more of like and i and we at the beginning we were all working together more closely but i you know i felt like i ended up feeling like i could talk more or, or i don't know like me chris sebastian and michelle I felt like we're kind of closer in that way and then they had gotten closer but then Michelle was really close to them too so I wasn't really sure but like Michaela really didn't like Chris or Sebastian that much and so there was kind of these divides within the survivor thing and then there ended up being a little bit of beef with me and Michaela at some point and it just felt like I felt like Michaela sort of wanted to be the ringleader in the survivor group just because she's she's really intelligent and she's a great strategist. And so she had mm-hmm. she had really strong ideas and opinions. And a lot of them are super valuable and valid. And me and mm-hmm. Ka- Michaela would get together, especially early on in the game, and, and talk a lot of strategy and things. Um, but mm-hmm. sometimes it felt like my voice wasn't really being heard within that group. And so mm-hmm. that kind of – and Michelle sort of felt the same way too. Kind of felt like we started to have differing opinions about who we wanted to go for and um we started to have different ideas of what we wanted our game to look like at the end and so eventually there did start to be some cracks forming but i wouldn't say there's necessarily one ringleader i just think for as long as we could even though we there were cracks we were just trying to stay survivor strong for like just literally as long as we could because we knew once they started picking us off that it would only be a matter of time before, like, you know, because we were perceived as such a strong group that we were just going to get pummeled if we started losing numbers. But the problem is people are coming after us. Right. And it's, it's happening. Like we're under threat, but they just can't get us out because we keep winning the elimination. So, so it's like, that was, I think really the reason why Survivor up to this point has still been able to stay as strong as they were just because like we were getting thrown in and we were getting targeted. It's just, we were coming back out of the eliminations. Mm. So Yeah, I don't know if that answered the question or not. No, (laughs) I think it's valid. And I think that's like, it's
2: it's obvious what's happening. I just was interested in hearing it from you, somebody who was on the inside of the Survivor Alliance, Mm. which was the alliance that I was trying to get into for so long. (laughs) Like, I was like, damn, I want to go strand myself on an island right now so they could feel like I'm one of their own. Yeah,
3: (laughs) what was tough for me within the Survivor Alliance is like, obviously, Chris and Sebastian weren't threats to me because they were guys and they were going to be running m- most likely like their own final or whatever and so mm-hmm. for me the women were more of my competition in the game as as for goes like in the show usually there's a male w- winner and a female winner and so i the the, har- the hardest thing for me was i wanted to stay survivor strong and protect everybody in survivor and i did as much as i could but at the same time i'm looking at the end game and i'm like if i have to go against like people like desi mm-hmm. and chanel and Michaela who are incredibly strong competitors i was super nervous about that so i'm like i'm playing with the and i was even getting close to tori at this point because we're rooming together and we have a lot of mm-hmm. similar interests and things and so i was like, like i'm getting really <laughs> close to all the strong women and i'm kind of scared like is this going to be good mm-hmm. for my game in the long term if i'm a lot like allied with all the strong women trying to protect I might the people get, yeah yeah, because I well, they might just completely crush me at the end if I'm with them. So it was tough. You, it was like I was split between this.
2: You proved in this elimination that you are also a strong girl. We saw oh, you book through it. Yeah. What was your strategy when you
0: saw the cage?
3: I think I think it helps that I had a little bit more like body weight, on Alyssa, um, because it really ended up being just like throwing yourself and all of your weight into this cage, and I like I truly just. When I get in the zone, like whenever I get my backs against the wall, that's when I will literally give everything I have inside of me. And I didn't think about getting hurt. I didn't think about like what this was doing to my body. I mean, I had bruises all over my knees because my knee pads fell down. I was beat up after this challenge, but I was just like throwing myself as hard as I could. And I was like, whenever I would, because it's really, this cage is so much heavier than it probably even looks on camera. And so moving Mm -hmm. it was such a physical effort that like, once you get it to roll, you have to throw your entire body just at this metal cage to get it to continue rolling even like a a couple feet. And so just, Mm -hmm. you're just basically bashing yourself against metal for what this took like probably 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe 20, 30, I don't know, but it was, um, but yeah, I mean, I did, I definitely like had a, a good lead on Alyssa, but once I started trying to put the flags on the light post, that's where she was able to catch up because it, I was at such a weird angle. And mm-hmm. I had, you know, we you mm-hmm. saw, but we had to keep adjusting ourselves and trying to like, it was so almost impossible to line yourself up with this light post where the cage door was. And so that was mm-hmm. really the thing that almost tripped me up. But I had a huge lead at the beginning. It was just trying to see the number it was where she was able to catch up. It took me like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, even just wow. to get the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. that was so stressful because I like, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing so well. I might win this. And then I'm I just get stuck at this part, and yeah. so that was that was a little scary. But it was it was cool to, I mean, you know, even Tori was telling me before um, this challenge because I was obviously nervous, and she was like, "This is like one of the best feelings you can have in the game is going to an elimination mm-hmm. and coming out of it." And yeah, so you know, obviously winning that was incredible, and it was such a good feeling because I was like, you know, I don't want to go home yet. I'm not ready to go, and I want to be able to prove myself. And so to be able to do that to win my first elimination was really amazing and so as much as it was like uh as difficult as the challenge was and as as much as I was beat up afterwards and had to like nurse my wounds for a little bit it was um it was really empowering too and it made me more confident going forward in the game so that was cool yeah Mm -hmm. but I did kind of get myself into a little bit of trouble because I so? well because I at the beginning TJ asked me like why do you think you're here and he actually has the green team give a little speech about why I uh, each of us are they voted us in and I didn't really I felt like the speech that Wes gave was like not necessarily the full truth so I kind of had a moment where I like called him out and I like just like sat on the stand like called Wes out said he was like making deals with everybody he's making people swear on stuff and like all of these things and it ended up being kind like I don't want to say like a fight but a little bit of a back and forth Um and so I left that and I, and I was proud of myself for sticking up for again against what mm-hmm. I thought was like you know, I mean, he was a big player and it was probably stupid of me, honestly, to like call him out like that and make such a big enemy. It's so early in the game. But I was just like, I might go home right now. So I'm going to, I'm just going to, and I also went into this the show being like, I don't want to hold back. Like, I want to take risks. I want to say the things I want to say. I want to fully like just experience this in as authentically of a way as possible and not hold back because I felt like I had done that in some ways in Survivor. And so I was like, "I'm just gonna take every risk that I can. I'm gonna do whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm just gonna fucking yeah. do
2: what I want to do." Well, mm-hmm. I was there. I witnessed it. I, I I thought it was awesome. I had the power. <laughs> I felt out. like it was a good speech. Yeah, I loved it.
3: Yeah, no, it was a good speech. And I'm not always the most eloquent speaker, so I was proud of of what I said. And I, I was hoping it would get shown, but, um, but like what I'm what i was trying to get is just that. Yeah, I left the this um elimination feeling amazing, feeling like elated, empowered, excited. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I don't regret this thing that I did calling out West, but now I've I've affirmed this enemy in the game, and I'm gonna hands. have to, yeah. and I'm gonna have to, you know, deal with this for as long as we're both still in the game. So I was also like, okay, I gotta figure out how to do some damage control because I didn't regret it, but I knew that now I'm gonna have a big enemy and I have to be careful navigating this.
0: Yeah, it created a vulnerability, and yeah. we saw even before we got to the elimination. Um, We saw just sort of your ire towards Wes when you yelled that he could not win the bachelor <laughs> competition that was being held uh, on the night out. Whose idea was it to even have a bachelor? Do you guys know who started that to have a bachelor competition?
2: I feel night? like it was mine
0: it sounds that sound that tracks I feel like that, but, good on you
2: but, but good but, on you because that's funny dude it was so funny I, and I actually I don't want to take full credit because I don't actually remember it was a fun night but we made them do dance moves everybody did their own dance move. stop like, it. it the only one who had good answers was Monty as a as a resident
0: matchmaker that's my real job folks for those who don't know Monty was the only one with non-red flag answers <laughs> right which is at least that we saw which is I'm a good communicator yeah. you know I'm a good lover I'm I'm thoughtful. Bessie throwing out his credit score, which we'd have to fact check anyway, and his bank account. And everybody getting excited. That is not a green flag necessarily. Yeah, like, that is kind of a red all. flag.
3: That is a red flag.
0: And a- then Wes saying that he should, that he's not good enough or not worthy was so classic Wes, I feel so like. And then uh, chaosity comes in being like, no, <laughs> he should not win. He cannot.
3: I don't fall for Wes's shit. That's why I was like, mm but also obviously i'm being salty you know um yeah and I'm so little, good it was also drunk good. so <laughs> i think i looked more mad than i actually was i don't remember being mad about that but who knows it did seem a little like no you definitely you? seemed
0: tipsy yeah it definitely yeah, didn't yeah. sure. seem you seemed more
2: tipsy that moment yeah.
0: and also you had just been
2: voted into elimination like that was you you were nominated yeah you know what i mean yeah like, of course you had gonna a fire have... outfit though i
3: was proud of that I yeah
2: <laughs> i was like this is my last night out i'm wearing my gold top
3: well, oh it's not.
2: And it it wasn't your last night out because now you come yeah. back into the house. You stick with Blue Team. What is your plans now going forward from this oh. place? Oh, man. So obviously, I
3: have some just work to do because people who I thought might have my back, who I thought I could work with a little bit longer, people like Monty and Tyler now have turned on me. Um, I made, you know, Wes had made an enemy out of me then I made an enemy out of him. So now it's like, it's we're, it's easy for us to just go after each other. So now I have another person on my back who's mm. good at convincing people of things, I might add, who's a dangerous player to have against you. So now I'm like, okay, I need to figure out how to manage this um, mm. and how to just watch my back. Um, and how can I just, how can we win as a team? Because really that's the, that's my best hope right now because just something that I had noticed and that I feel like I had seen in other seasons of the challenge is that, when you get thrown in by people it's it's easy for them to just keep throwing you in because like Wes said yeah. it's like i made this enemy of this person so now we're just going to go after her again and so it it becomes like um you know once you get thrown in once like you can easily become the scapegoater the target over and over again so people don't have to make new enemies and so i'm like i gotta figure out how to make sure that doesn't happen that i'm not going to be this person like chris is starting to get thrown in over and over right and I don't want to be that person. I want to keep fighting for my life. I don't know how many times I can survive this. You know, that Mm -hmm. was, that was already such a tough elimination. So, um, my most important, you know, obviously the most important thing in me was winning because that's the only thing that's going to keep me safe at this point, but then I'm just having to do some damage control and take a look at my alliances, see if there's any bridges that can be repaired with some of the people that turned on me and, um, just try to strengthen others and do my best to just, yeah, have people on my side and keep building the relationships I am building because, you know, I was building relationships with other people outside of the survivor group, um, you know, with people like Tori and with people like Josh and, you know, I love Dusty and I was getting close to him, but he was a wild card. I, I wasn't sure I could trust him, but, you know, just still trying to like build on those he seems relationships. He so
0: innocent, except for <laughs> the he? peak we see coming up for next week. But he, I mean, he wrote a love letter to bananas uh, <laughs> last week and he just seemed <laughs> yeah. so like I mean, even with the name like Dusty, he just seems like Sweetie. he just seems so it, like a sweetheart. And then they yeah. showed a clip for next
2: week, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute
0: now. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, yeah. the thing about Dusty
2: is he he's like uh, a puppy until he's a dragon, and I say that with the Ooh. utmost respect because I love everything <laughs> wow. about Dusty. I love I love how raw of a person he is. Wow, and when yeah, he gets competitive. Fair. He just turns into a dragon. That's it. You know, wow. he doesn't. He doesn't mean to harm. He doesn't. He's just a. He's just a. Interesting. A big dragon. Or it's but like I a like, Hulk kind of thing, where it's, it's like Hulk thing. Yeah. once you get wow. him, up, like he like and yeah. He this whole
3: this whole other yeah. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. He's Intrigued a, to he's see that. Okay. One. He's feisty when he wants to be, and it's it's actually like he's one of the most entertaining people that I've ever <laughs> met in my life. Like I have not stopped laughing since I've met Dusty. He is just yeah. truly one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Um, and who's so funnier, Dusty
0: look- or Josh? Because we saw you, I, Josh. We weren't going to let you leave here without talking about you and Josh canoodling, cupcaking in the hot tub near one another. Yeah, <laughs> there were some noodles
3: cunning, cunning. I don't know how that, but yes. <laughs> that's, that's funny. No, that's where remind, you guys that, stand now? That reminds me of Mean Girls. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, oh, who I think is funnier between Dusty and Josh? Definitely Dusty. Sorry, Josh. Um,
1: do josh you still flirt with funny josh?
3: but dusty's like on, an, on a different caliber of funny like dusty Ooh. can literally just all he does is make you laugh period like with josh it was different because like yeah he made me laugh here and there and like we had a, we had like a, a good banter and everything but we also had other conversations like like deeper conversations about like just life in and about the universe and about dating huh kissing no, any other no, no. thing? Any because no, no. you guys definitely look like there.
0: Josh admitted there was some flirtation going on there. Yeah, so. I mean,
3: I mean, I would say like, I, I am a very flirty person just in general, and that sometimes comes off as like, I uh, yes, like I am flirting specifically on person. I just feel like, you know, we yeah, we maybe have like a little bit of a flirtatious energy, I guess, but it was like, it, we were just, I don't know, like we would just be silly and like laugh Passing and the giggle time. and like have like I don't know, we th- I guess we we had gotten to the point where we're like, let's protect each other. I, I feel like we had each other's backs. And that's just like, that was just the, the energy, I guess, between our like friendship. But I saw it more as a friendship personally. Um, and, okay. and so, yeah, I don't know. Just had to clarify. It's the official podcast. We had to clarify. We'll be clarifying Tori
0: uh, some more Damn it. Uh, later, I believe. But uh, but just had to clarify. We saw a little flirting there and just had to get clear on on what was going on. For those who want to get clear on what's going on in your life Cassie and follow you on social media, where can they do so?
3: Yes. So I have an Instagram account. It's that weird account, an Instagram account. (laughs) Um, And it's kind of a weird one, but it's Khaleesi. I used to have like white blonde hair and I loved Game of Thrones. So my Instagram is at Khaleesi. It's C-A-H-L-E-E-S-I. And then I have a Twitter. It's, I think, Cassidy oh gosh yeah. <laughs> oh it's well I think it's like Cass Michelle with three E's and a three I think if you just type my name and you can find mm. me but I don't really use Twitter that much anyways mm. um I mostly am on Instagram um and that's pretty much it I have a cameo if anybody wants to find me on there but hey. yeah I'm mostly you know? I'm, I'm really bad at social media actually like I should get better at it I'm trying to post more I'm trying to include people more in my life I just Yeah, I'm not
2: the best, but that's really the main forma that I use. Don't worry. It's it's all good sis. And I, I as somebody who's lived with you, I just want to say that even if people decide to follow you on Instagram, it's worth it because you are such a sweetheart Uh-oh. and I love how good you are at art. That's something that Cassidy doesn't get a lot of recognition for because like we don't talk about it on the challenge, but she made all of her own clothes. She always was the most Wow. No, in the house. No. <laughs> okay, a lot of them, a lot of them. And I raided her closet every single night we went out. I mean, like toward- That's amazing. Yes, Thank you. She's in she's incredibly talented. So Cassidy I hope that you really do start posting some of your work and hopefully open up an Etsy shop so I can just start buying your clothes and don't have to keep borrowing them from you. But uh, (laughs) definitely follow Cassidy because she's she's a super sweetheart and a light in the game for sure. And I think that there's going to be a lot of power coming from her The rest of the season. So I'm excited to watch it.
0: Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm excited to watch too. Thank you so much, Cassidy, for sharing um, your story and sharing some behind the scenes on the challenge. And welcome to the crazy, chaotic family that is the challenge. So glad to have you on board. And it's been great watching what you've done so far and cannot wait to continue, especially since Chaosity's coming. <laughs> I've got the popcorn ready. Yep.
3: Excited to see what happens next week. Yeah, I hit her pretty well in Survivor, but she's in there for sure. And she, she comes yeah. out a little more on the show. Wow. <laughs> right yeah, no. It's been great. I'm super excited to be a part of this now. Obviously, I said I hadn't really watched the challenge since high school, but... Just playing this, sh- like playing the challenge, gave me such a renewed love for it. Like I knew that I, you know, I knew I loved it back in the day, but now I just I love it so much more, and I'm so honored and grateful to be a part of this. Um, and I'm really excited to see, you know, what happens for the rest of the season. I'm, I'm grateful for TJ for the producers for the whole cast. They're amazing, and I'm just lucky to have been able to meet everybody and um and build these relationships. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm excited.
2: Aww. Cool. Thank you so
3: much for having me. Thanks. Thank cast. you.
2: Bye.
0: Oh my gosh. That was such a great interview. So much insight from the first rookie rookie we've had on this season on the podcast. Yeah. Loved chatting with Cassidy. So glad she came by Tori. How are you feeling? How's your social media feeling? Where can they find you on social media?
2: You guys can find me at Tori underscore deal on Instagram. And honestly, I just, be happier if you listen to us here. You know, it just makes me feel so good to know that you guys care about what we think about the episode and you share this experience with us. Devin, where can they follow you?
0: That is so sweet. Go to my website. I like the hits. Um, You can go to (laughs) Devin Simone. That's Devin with a Y, Simone with an (sighs) I.com. I really do appreciate you guys being here too. Um, You can also find me on Instagram uh, at Devin Simone. TikTok at Devin Simone. I'm most active on IG. So come on over, say hi, and then, um, Amazon, we'll be doing, we do lives and shout you out. I'm trying to get Tori to come on to one, but if you just Google Amazon and Devin Simone, you'll see my channel or my store. Um, It's called Devin Simone's Gift Closet. You can see some of my favorites there, but just click the follow button and then we do lives. You'll get a notification and you can chat with us. So we interact and say hi. And we've had a lot of challenge fans um, there sort of in the chat with us as we're doing live video. It's fun. So uh, make sure you check that out. And then of course... If you liked this episode, please rate and review it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and tell a friend and a cousin and a step uncle and a neighbor (laughs) and the coworker you like, the one you don't like, tell all of them. And then please, please, please have them rate and review it.
2: Yes. And then make sure you catch new episodes of The Challenge USA airing on CBS. And P.S. There's another episode airing this week. Amazing. And we'll see you back here right after
0: for a brand new episode of MTV's official Challenge podcast.